Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why exactly. I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French <laughs> with the person in You go to Quebec. <laughs> but really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language of Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm -hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. You will say Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is another episode of Who's There, our weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, concerns by playing calls we get at 619-WHO-THEM. Uh, we got a lot of them this week, don't we? <laughs> we sure do. You know, I opened by just going right into that because I don't know how to actually... I didn't have like a good starter comment, so I was like, I I'm just going to do... I can I'm tell. just going to do the actual... But luckily, info that I sometimes skip. The comments, we have plenty of them. So we don't even need to do this because we literally have an entire section of comments that there's are nothing waiting to just for us. Say. We can't no, say we anything. said it. We said it all. I just want to get into it. I feel like there's so much here. I'm looking around like, is there any I know. There a topic? Your, your desperation a, for banter is I've got a coffee. Apparent. It's good. Oh, I don't want to hear I about your the coffee. New point. I'm like, I don't even go to the... Okay, fine. I won't even talk about it. No, I, won't I don't talk about it. I don't I won't talk about want to hear about it. I won't talk about it. I won't, I won't this talk about it. This performative banter, I don't want it. <laughs> okay, here comes champagne. Hi, I had to pause the podcast and call you to tell you that the champagne cork also hit my cousin in the eye and it split the black part in half. It happens. It's real. This is why I've never opened a champagne bottle and never will. There's always someone around to open a champagne bottle for you. PSA. Crunch, crunch. Whoa, this is a thing. When you Google um, champagne cork eye injury, but then you do like minus Love Island, minus whatever the people to like, and change this stuff so you don't just get inundated with the recent news about champagne cork eye injuries. Yeah. The most highly cited um, story that comes up is from 2012, and it's on <laughs> the, Amer the American Academy of Ophthalmology, uh -huh. um, the AAO.org. Sure, I'm and sure they they're released... very concerned about this. They're so concerned. 
They released a press release in December of 2012 that said ophthalmologists warn flying champagne corks cause serious blinding eye injuries each oh my God. year. How many? Each, each year. Was there a statistic? It didn't. I, I read I read through it really quickly. I didn't see a number. I mean, it just says every year. Oh, my God. Champagne bottles contain pressure as high as 90 pounds per square inch, more You're than fucked. the pressure found yeah. inside a car tire. Oh, so, whoa. That's The pressure whoa. can launch a champagne cork at 50 miles an hour. Straight into your eyeball. It's fast enough to shatter glass. Unfortunately, this is also fast enough to permanently damage vision. Oh, my God. In that's terrifying. Insane. It says, Dr. Monica... <laughs> What? Dr. Monica L. Monica, an ophthalmologist no. and spokesperson for the American Academy of Ophthalmologists. She's said, not Monica L. Monica. Dr. Monica L. Monica. Oh, God. <laughs> that sounds like a fake doctor name in Soap Dish. Um, it's I'm like Monica, Monica DeMonica. I think her name is Monica DeMonico. Anyway. Um, I'm Dr. Monica DeMonico, the neurosurgeon assigned to this case. When a champagne cork flies, you really have no time to react and protect your delicate eyes. You don't. Uncontrolled champagne corks can lead to painful eye injuries and devastating vision loss. We don't want anyone ringing in the new year in an ophthalmologist's surgery table. Do you think like New Year's Eve is like an ophthalmologist's worst nightmare? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, yes. I They're all out here that. being like... You know, they're on call. They're all just waiting around, waiting for the phone to ring. It's like, another one, another one, another one. Or they're at, or they're at parties, like, screaming at everyone, point it up, point it up, put a towel. Above the waist, above the waist. <laughs> and they're like, oh, is that Monica L. Monica? She's so annoying on New Year's. It's Dr. Monica L. Monica, you disrespectful twat. <laughs> Doc, and you can call her Dr. Doctor Monica, and she won't know if you're being informal or formal. That literally has something to, that literally relates to the next call, one of the calls on our list. You should just play it right after this. <laughs> Dr. Monica. Excuse me. Dr. Monica Monica. No. Uh, hey, guys. Um, so I just wanted to I was just listening to the podcast from Friday, and I had to pause and stop because as your um, uh, official trading spaces correspondent, I wanted to just offer a little bit more insight. And again, you're never, ever, ever going to play this, but you just need to know um, that the host, Paige Davis, um, her, her name is actually Mindy, Mindy Davis. But then in like 2006 or so, um, there was actually a Trading Spaces wedding special where our very own Mindy Paige Davis got married to uh, like a Broadway singer, and his last name was Paige. Um, so she could have been known legally, I guess, as um, Mindy Page Page or potentially Page Page, but she just left that last name off and continued as Page Davis. But um, according to her her memoir um, that I actually just bought and am rereading, um, Page by Page, she decided it was fine to keep Page Davis for um, like television reasons. So anyway. Uh, crunch, crunch, and you will never play this. But I just want to let you know because it's important to me. Bye. It just proves that like there's there's someone there's something out there for everyone. Meaning like this guy knows all this information about trading spaces. He was like, you know, a book that I love, one of my favorite books, page by page by page Davis. I'm sorry, page by page by page Davis is a crazy thing to say. Page by page by page Davis, whose real name is Mindy, who married a guy named Page, who a guy named Patrick Page, whose name could have been Page Page, whose name technically is Page Page. 
So just like Monica Monica, who, by the way, has an acting career on the side of her ophthalmology, which we just I just Googled. Sorry, it she appears does. she played Justin Long's mom in the movie Waiting. And <laughs> Monica Monica. Monica did. Monica. Dr. Monica L. Monica played Justin L. Long's mom in the movie Waiting starring Ryan Reynolds that came out in 2005. Do you think the L in Monica L. Monica stands for legend because it seems like she is honestly the most important I've, person I've ever accidentally Googled on this podcast. I'm sorry. Full bio on IMDb. As a physician and frequent candidate, Dr. Monica Monica has parlayed her unusual name into a commodity, helped by circumstances none of, not of her own making. The descendant of Italian immigrants, she had ambition to be a doctor and was a high achiever academically in her youth. Who wrote she this? Tulane. Monica Monica. <laughs> yeah, true, clearly. She's clearly an ophthalmologist slash actress slash biographer. Read the end of the bio. It gets like... Oh, no. In the 2000 general election, Dr. Monica was again a candidate, but did not wage a serious candidacy. Monica ran for president! Oh, my God. She was overshadowed by white separatist David Duke and state representative David Vitter. Oh, my God. Um, He won. She did not wage a serious candidate. Then she resumed her practice, but remained an advocate on healthcare issues. She also dabbled in acting. Then Hurricane Katrina destroyed yes. her practice. Then she, she lost. She ran unsuccessfully for Louisiana State Senate. Then nothing happened. Who knows what happened since then? Lindsay, did you see her nickname? No. Monica Squared. Fuck. No. Uh, not. Stop. Okay. So Monica, Monica, we need to move on. Paige Davis from Trading Spaces. Her, she married this guy named Patrick Page in 2001. His last name is Page. Her first name is Page. She wrote a book called Page yes. by Page. Yes. And I just think that that's all incredible information. Am I ever going to read Paige Davis's memoir? No, but I'm so happy that it exists. And- I would say don't go <laughs> crazy because I feel like if maybe, for example, I bought the paperback for 465 Did you already buy and it? And it just appeared on your doorstep, maybe you would buy it. Maybe you would read it. Wait, did you just buy it and send it to me? I didn't just buy it, but I'm considering it. No, don't send me a fucking... I'm not going to read Paige Davis's... I'm not going to... And then if I do the thing where it's like, oh, I don't need this in a hurry, because no one should be using Amazon one-day delivery, by the way. No one should be doing one day. Uh Uh-huh. It's it's hard to break people from the Amazon habit, but I think an easy thing is is. never use same day, never use next day, because it's In no world do I need Paige Davis's memoir, page by page, next day delivery. So it's not really irrelevant to this conversation. I know that you're not going to quit using Amazon. I'm not... Who are you talking I'm not delu- to? I'm oh, not deranged. Yeah. Yes, I'm not deranged. No one's going to quit using Amazon. But don't use same day. Don't use next day. It's crazy. It's a terrible thing. Page by page, however, is one of those perfect things where you can order it where it's like, yeah, I don't need it for six months. Give me a Prime Now credit. I mean, you know, like, I don't need give it Give me a forev- rental credit. I mean, I don't need it forever is Where what it's I'm like, trying we'll to pay you, you $10 to get page by page in December. I'll be like, <laughs> fine. We'll pay you. Ship this, it as slow as possible. We'll pay you to read it. Okay, let's move on. This is n- obviously we don't care about this. Well, remember how on the Tuesday episode we were kind of low energy and now we're like extremely high energy? I'm sort of reveling in it. You're like a little bit psycho today. Like there's like a lot of... <laughs> well, I'm sweet but a psycho. Oh, he's sweet but a psycho. <laughs> okay. We're on the same page. Move on. <laughs> I know you're never going to listen to this since my third call, but again, screaming at my phone. Um... Fucking Rooney Mara is definitely a them in Pittsburgh. I mean, come on. She was named after the Rooney family. If you like, I don't know what to tell you. Steelers royalty. Furthermore, she was the English version, like English the language, not English like the country version of how you say her name. Elizabeth 
undergarter. I don't know what it is. But the girl with the dragon tattoo, I would say, in my world, that was a more iconic role only because I don't know those other fucking movies you're talking about. So get it together. Udom, Rudy Mara is definitely a Pittsburgh them and potentially a Swedish them. Is that where that movie's from? Um, and again, TMTM. Um, no, that's not right. What was I going to say? Okay. <laughs> Wait. I'm like blown out. First of all, your accent's like it's. It, I'm in love. I'm, I'm not just, even like, gonna try. I love the Pittsburgh so accent. Your so accent, much. it's amazing. I didn't know that the Roonies founded the Steelers and the Maras founded the Giants. In 2016, we absolutely talked about this. In Easy to forget though. Gotta say, we definitely but did because we talked about how that's like completely wild, insane, and that Rooney and Kate are rich as and hell. The, and Rooney's real name is Patricia, but she goes by her family name, Rooney Mara. So mm-hmm. she's te- she even not only is she like reminding you that that she is the Rooney Mara. It's like of the famous Rooney Maras. If you are apparently from <laughs> Pittsburgh or you care about sports in general, because the giant. It's wild you know, that her her entire name is like um, money, an money. homage to like how rich her family was. Yeah, it's like money, football, money, football, money. We must respect the Maras, and we must respect the Rooneys. But. Th- the argument that a lot of people made when they called is the one thing that she did that we didn't even mention was girl with the dragon tattoo and that that would like make her a them. I don't think that makes her a them because the first they of replaced all, her and then no one even cared. That movie was such a flop that it didn't even get the other ones. That was supposed to be the introduction of like a big blockbuster new series and it flopped. But didn't it did okay. they didn't they replace her yeah, with, with a different, Claire Foy and then no and literally no, no one, one noticed. It. Well, they replaced her number one with Claire Foy with a story that wasn't even written by Steve Larson. It wasn't even written by the main guy. It was a brand new thing. It was like, well, she's she has the dragon tattoo. She kicked the hornet's web. She did all this stuff. And they were like, what if she's in a spider's web now? And they were like, fine, it's the same thing. Because, so the, they did because this. the dragon tattoo didn't do so well. The dragon tattoo, I, I do not have time to look up the box office mojo, but it was really hype. It was David Fincher. It was going to be huge. It cost like so much money and it didn't make as much money as they wanted it to make. It made, it didn't, it wasn't a flop. I shouldn't have said flop, but it wasn't as huge critically and commercially as they wanted it to be, so they didn't make any more. They were going to remake the whole trilogy. Right, no. Obviously, it's a it's a sign that they didn't... You, like, you can tell if they didn't make any more... It's really they, dark. Yeah. I yeah. really like that movie. I saw it once and in theaters. And Trent Reznor even did the score. Like, it's it an is a score. Fincher, Fincher film, you know? Just I thought it was so very brutal. dark, too. I didn't, I didn't love it. It's I really messed up. It was hard up. to watch, yeah. Yeah, it's one of those it's one of those fucked up things about like it's about like abuse. It's about like yeah. viol- it's like very yeah. very very dark. It's like has a rape scene. So we're scene. saying okay, but we're saying we disagree that like this is I still I don't think that makes. I'm saying we got a lot of calls saying like you forgot she's dragon tattoo. It's like so did everyone else. <laughs> what? You know? <laughs> but apparently not everyone who called. Okay. Remember okay. when the remember the casting for this? How big a deal it was when they were like, "Who's no. gonna be girl with the dragon tattoo?" Yeah, they were like, "It's like casting Annie in the musical Annie." They were like, "We're gonna look throughout the world to find like our girl in the dragon tattoo." It's like every young white ingenue who is either actually brunette or like can convincingly play brunette was in the <laughs> running for this. Everyone can convincingly play brunette. I feel like mm, no. I feel like someone who can't convincingly who can't? play brunette. Siobhan and Succession. Oh. 
I'm talking about Heigl who just went brunette and looks insane. <laughs> so that's actually a good a good example that I thought of myself. Catherine Heigl, check her Instagram. She went brunette and she's like, I'm brunette for a role. And it's like, what role? Like, <laughs> recast it. Okay. So after all the shenanigans that have been going on this week with Jeremy Renner's app, he is shutting it down and made a like faux notes app post on the app about how it has jumped the shark and it's everything that he detests and all this kind of stuff. And that's why he's shutting his app down. And I'm just wondering, does the Jeremy Renner app getting shut down make it more of a who or a them than it was previously? I think to answer the final question, tell me if you agree. I think it makes it them here. Well, first of all, we covered this app weeks ago, months ago even. Before it even got any press, we were definitely on the earlier side of this app. Then all of a sudden it got like a little people were like figuring out that existed, right? Jeremy Renner was on mm-hmm. is in that singing that song and that ad for the car and he's he's got his Amazon store, which we'll get into in a second. And then he has this app and people were like really into the app and then when it got too much attention, it got trolled. And then Jeremy was like, I'm not dealing with this trolley app. I'm shutting it down. Mm-hmm. He wrote because people were pretending to be Casey Anthony. People were pretending it was, to be other people. It was, it was not really great because you the app was not a well made app. You could just the app was like you could was impersonate the Wild West. Jeremy Renner. And then I didn't even realize this, but when every time anyone posted at like added you, it looked like it was coming from Jeremy Renner. So like the app like didn't work that well. Like it it miss no. it looked like you were getting tweeted at or in within the app from Jeremy. He just wanted a place for Jeremy Renner fans to connect and have a good time. And people ruined it. So his goodbye wrote, post? He, his goodbye his, post, which is notes app on steroids. It's insane. What it's fully like he made it in that uh what was the um goodbye in the old Max like Claris works? What was like the old it doesn't matter, read it. The app has jumped the shark, literally. <laughs> due to, he doesn't know what literally means. Due to clever, neither do I, due to clever individuals that were able to manipulate ways to impersonate me and others within the app, I have asked EscapeX, the company that runs this app, to shut it down immediately and refund everyone who has purchased any stars over the past 90 days. What was supposed to be a place for fans to connect with each other has turned into a place that is everything I detest and can't mm-hmm. or won't condone. My sincere apologies for this to have not turned out the way it was intended to all the super fans that have supported me with your words or encouragement, amazing art stories and time shared on the app. A genuine thank you. And I hope to see you on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube and Facebook. <laughs> so this app, because of this, I or realized that this is just, yeah, this company escapex is basically just has this like templatized yes. app that is the same for everyone do you know the other people who still have running who, apps who, on the app store who i mean jeremy renner is the most famous among them it's wild amber rose does no. dita von Tees does they're no. the same app they're identical dita von Tees does yeah. prince uh uh prince royce mm-hmm. he might be he's pretty famous um chris delia the guy who was in that show yeah, whitney the comedian comedian Abigail Ratchford. Oh, I know that name. And uh, fitness motivator L.A. Love the Boss. So like this, but the app though is what kind of caused this was because yeah. people the app is didn't badly have designed. to, right. It was, there was like a issue with verification of identity. And honestly, like this the is app something did not- that Facebook kind of has not solved, but that's like what Facebook had to go through too, like a few years ago. Okay, what I'm saying is EscapeX, 
What if we make an EscapeX app that's just like for hooligans? You can barely get the stickers to work. No, we don't have to do anything. How are you going to make... Oh, you want to... The app just... You want to just... just call EscapeX and be like, give us an app. (laughs) We have a Facebook group. That's already like what we have. I know, but no one can like... But it's not its own bespoke app. People you know? can't like pay for stars to like get seen yeah. by us. Pay I mean, that stars. was the most that the honestly the most <laughs> ridiculous thing about this app was that you paid for stars so that your comment could get seen by Jeremy Renner. By Jeremy. By Jeremy yeah. Renner. Like that was the point. But this is not his only like thing that he does that's weird online. He also has this store that everyone keeps sending to us, which like is very funny. We've, it's this Amazon store. We haven't talked about it on the podcast though. We've talked about Amazon stores in the past. We have. Because Zach so Efron So I think that's why one. we were not excited about it because this is sort of an, an established thing that a certain tier of celebrity does. A certain tier. I mean, I don't even know what kind of celebrity does this. It's very strange. It's like... It's just a front page that says the Jeremy Renner store and it's just got links to like outdoorsy things like a plaid shirt <laughs> and like po- a poison ivy treatment and like roasted almonds. It's just the weirdest. A roasted It's almonds. such a, to me, it's such a spammy, it's a spammy thing. Very spammy mm-hmm. to me because it reminds me of like how people set up sites that are just um, like themed sites to drop ship things from China essentially and then yeah. like charge yeah. you as a middleman. It feels like that, but on Amazon. It really does. You know? That's what it is. Yeah. But then he gets like custom, but it's like well photographed, you know? I so guess. It, it looks almost more official than what it is. Like it's good. It's, it has a good like, um, uh, there's something about it. Like the aesthetic is really nice. But it's weird but because. But then you realize it's really just a curated wish list page or something. It's just a curated wish list. And you click on more celebrities and you have like. Jessica Alba, Meek Mill, Selena Gomez, Martha Stewart, Post Malone. Like you have like big celebrities, but then you click on their pages and it literally is just, there's really no like editorial basis for this. Like if you click on Ryan Seacrest, you literally only get a shave, a shave lotion polished by Dr. Lancer. And it's just Ryan Seacrest's like face guy. They must have learned that consumers will click on celebrity like they must have learned that like that will get a lot of click-through rates right you know well some of these are for their products and then some are just their recommendations so it's also not standardized i love the outdoors here's the almonds that i eat when i'm hiking except like like, here are the boots that i wear when i'm hiking and then they photographed him at like a national park like fishing and hiking and looking through a pair of binoculars hi the weekly so i have some little information that might be important to you um i was sitting on my couch as my parents were watching the Spanish TV channel, as is the norm in my household. And I'm just scrolling on my phone, not paying attention to the TV. When I hear something that sounds familiar, I look up from my phone. And sure enough, there is Eva Longoria promoting Acido Hialurónico. So, Eva Longoria does not forget about her Latin audience. Acido Hialurónico. French, French. Ácido hialurónico <laughs> es lo máximo para estas líneas. Está nueva revitalín con ácido hialurónico puro. Hidrata tan intensamente. Ácido hialurónico. She does the exact same enunciation in Good. Spanish. Good, that's it's amazing. So great. That's great. They're probably like that. Hialurónico. Hialurónico. I can't do it. It worked really in English. Well. It'll work in Spanish. Ácido hialurónico. Should I make another gift that says hialurónico? That's fun. I like that she laughs in the commercial because she's like, wow, hyaluronic acid is hard to say in any language. (laughs) That's true.
We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. Of, kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention to. Yes. And that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Hi, Who Weekly. We're just wondering, is Denise Richards the most famous Denise? Crunch, crunch. Probably. (laughs) Were you waiting for me to say something? Yeah, like currently. Is Denise Richards the most famous Denise? This is a great question. Um, I cannot think of a more famous Denise. Isn't there a movie where someone's name is Denise? It's like, Denise! Yeah. But but that's not a thing. If you search Denise on Google, you get Denise Richards on the right-hand side. That's like the big pull-up, but that doesn't mean anything. Hmm. Famous. Hmm. I really can't think of another oh, famous Oh, you know who Denise. the biggest, the most famous Denise is? Who? Denise Huxtable. Who is Denise Huxtable? On the oh, fucking Denise. Cosby show, you Lisa dumbass. Bonet. Lisa Bonet, Denise. That's what I was thinking of. A character screaming Denise. I was thinking of Theo being like, Denise! Yeah. Oh my God! You know what I was thinking of specifically the moment whenever Denise makes, when Denise makes Theo the the Gordon Gartrell the like fake designer in the Cosby Show universe, uh-huh. the iconic Cosby Show episode, uh-huh. and she's like, I can make you the the really expensive shirt at home for like twenty five dollars, and he does it, and he she makes the most disgusting shirt, and he's like Denise, whatever. Cosby Show is it canceled? But it's but this isn't a, this is just this is kids, just so it's fine. Denise. So Denise Richards <laughs> and Denise Huxtable are the are the most famous Denises. They are. You're right, Denise Huxtable. I just love this call because that's such a good that's such a good. It's a thought. It's a thought game. Yeah, like to recognize that is so smart. It's like yeah, Denise is the most famous Denise. But I looked through. I was seeing Google's other suggestions for Denise. Denise Richards, number one. Mm-hmm. Then there were the next order: Denise Austin, Denise Crosby, then Denise Richards's kids. So we're back to Denise Richards again. Then Denise Garcia, Denise Kolb, Denise Crosby, an actor. Bing Crosby's she, granddaughter. Bing Crosby's granddaughter. Okay. Really funny. Sure. So she like was in a lot of like 80s, 70s movies. Uh-huh. Denise Austin, a fitness influencer who like started on YouTube and sure. is now like somehow involved in politics. She's like the special fat fitness advisor to the president. Something dark. I don't know. It's very That's weird. That's not great. Don't love that. <laughs> no. She's not doing a good job either. Uh, God, I just had her Denise name. Denise Garcia, Austin. Lonzo Ball's ex. Remember Lonzo Ball? Lonzo Ball, yes. Lonzo Ball's ex. And then uh, this other Denise. And I was like, oh, who's this? Denise Kolb. And Dead it's just a recent story. Case. Oh, she was murdered brutally in like the 80s or 90s. And they just found the murderer like this week. Okay, so. They just found him. Those are all the Denises. You pick Denise which Austin. one you is She's the darkest. She's a member <laughs> of the President's Council on Physical Fitness and Sports. 
Question for you. Do you think that, I don't hate that. Do you think that Denise Richards is more famous because she's like one of the only Denises? Yeah. I mean, I could, I could see an argument for them being like, you know, a very typical Hollywood story. Like you got to change your name. There are too many like Jennifer's. There are too many whatever's. Yeah. I think it helps. But she also has a very, she, she became famous in the, you know, the mid nineties. Her look was a look in the mid nineties, you know, like she matched, she matched a look that people were into at that time. I mean, she was like the number one heartthrobby like woman for like a very long time. She She was was like like a, a, she was like peak Maxim girl, you know, she She was was like Maxim. When wild things came out, it was like, she was number one. Yeah. What did I say? Wild things. No, well, she was in Wild Things. Yeah. She was all Bond girl. She was Charlie she's Sheen's famous. ex. She's definitely she's famous. she's the most famous Denise. Denise Richards, Denise Huxtable. And that's okay. it. Hi. I just heard a headline that Garcelle Bouvet is joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills as the first black cast member. And who is that? Who is that? <laughs> Garcelle Bouvet. First black cast member of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which has been on for a long time, never had a black cast member. She's here, baby. Uh, she's most famous for uh, being the like co-star, co-lead on Jamie Foxx show. She was his wife or girlfriend, which was on for a long time. Mm-hmm. And she was on NYPD Blue. <sighs> she was married to some like, uh, again, I'm just, this is just top level Wikipedia stuff, right? Like she was married to some like big Hollywood producer, then they divorced. Then she married this talent agent. This is where the story gets interesting. This is like. What's his name? It, Mike Nillen? Mike Nillen or Nylon. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. So they get married. Her second husband. And he is like a Hollywood talent agent. So presumably really rich. So he, she's rich. He's rich. They're like kind of a power couple in Hollywood. And I guess when she found out that he was cheating on her, there was this huge scandal in like 2007, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, she emailed his coworkers. And the subject line was, Tiger Woods slash Jesse James slash Mike Nillen. Mm. And then she wrote, what did they have in common in the body? I found out today that my husband of almost nine years has been having an affair for five years with some slut in Chicago. What? I am devastated and I have been duped. Our boys don't deserve this. She sent this to all of his coworkers. All and of then immediately them? enough people got it that one of them sent it to page six well, immediately. I right? mean. So they send the letter to page six immediately. It goes it becomes like a tabloid sensation, even though, again, they're not super famous, but they're famous enough for this behavior to be like a big deal. And apparently like that like ruined her life for a little bit because she got all this press and she was like, well, I, I shouldn't have sent that email. This was a nightmare. She like sank into this like depression, I think, because mm-hmm. of it. And she was like, I shouldn't have like I shouldn't have done this to my kids. God, I didn't mean to get bring attention to my kids because they were pretty young. Um, but she talked about it on own later. I'll play a clip here. And when I actually looked and realized that it had been leaked, I was sobbing, sobbing. It was another part of the devastation, honestly. I went to therapy, I got a life coach, I uh, did all the things that they say you should do because I didn't want my adult drama to affect my kids. And um, since then, she's just been like one of those act who's just steadily acting in little things. And now I think her kids are grown enough that she's like, okay, I can be on Real Housewives. You know? That's so crazy. It's a good, I mean, it's as good a story as like whoever Lisa Rinna. No, no, it's a great story. It's also just funny. So like 
hunky, powerful husbands. A lot of enough. the women on Housewives are like divorced now. Like mm-hmm. they have since been divorced. So now there's no yeah. any requirement for them to actually be housewives. Like housewives in, implies that you are married. But now mm-hmm. that's like doesn't matter anymore. So to join the show when you're like already divorced, like that's just a normal thing. So it's fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. on Beverly Hills, more of them are married than usual. Like they actually a lot of them do have husbands. But on New York, none of them are married. So it's interesting. They're bringing in oh, like a single sexy woman, you know. She's going to be in the new Coming to America sequel because oh, she cool. was in the first one That's as cool. a really in a really small role. So that I means think she's bringing... actually kind of big for the show. Like she as a ac- yeah, as she's going to be promoting actress. stuff. Like yeah. she's going to be in real stuff. Yeah. Um, I yeah, wonder who Google she's who friends with. They usually only bring people in who are like friends with the red. The oh, cast. good point. But I couldn't find anything if she was friends with because they brought they're bringing in another woman too. But it's because she's Lisa Rinna's like best friends or like friends with her. So like, it's unclear who this woman's connection is. I wonder. I wonder what that cast like. I'm sure a lot of like you said, a lot of the casting process is just like friends, rec- like recommendations. They like you know? try out people, but who like, like come when by. it's not. Yeah. Like if if she's not friends with anyone, like. I wonder how many people pitch them or how many people they approach who say no. You know, I mean, it'd be fascinating to get like. Uh, I think Denise Richards was approached quite a few times and she said no. Well, she said she, she was. Said yes. Yeah. I don't think she admitted that until she was cast. No. Because I feel like they don't say that until no. it happens. No. But I would love yeah. like an insider's peek into like every single person they've reached out to and who said no. I mean, I'm sure they've reached you out know? to so many women. It's like an incredible bucket. Like there are so many options, I think, for like this. Sharon Stone. Well, because you, could, you, you have know? like the perfect casting is like an actual like like cele- kind of celebutant housewife. But then they really want actual celebrities. So they're going like after got, the Rinas. Like you got a Michelle Pfeiffer, you know? Oh, I mean, that would just be insane. That would be I insane. feel like that's like a dream. A Michelle Pfeiffer who like acts a little but not enough to take away her time. But she's almost too big. Has but a famous Then husband. they got Denise Richards and it was like, oh, well, is Michelle Pfeiffer too big? Like in five years, maybe not, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, Michelle Pfeiffer would have been good five years ago, but now she's in the Pfeiffer Renaissance. Right. That's true. Pfeiffer fi- 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 Renaissance. The Pfeiffer Renaissance. The Pfeiffer Renaissance. The Pfeiffer Renaissance. The Renaissance. Oh, this is from the Pfeiffer Renaissance period. Have you seen the new Maleficent posters? They're fucking wild. I mean, I I really... It's called, like, Maleficent, like, the daughter of the darkness. I, like, kind of ignore that movie. I just, like, pretend it doesn't exist. Because I don't care about... Because the first one made, like, $8 billion, you know? I know, but I just don't care about it. Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Like, do you care about this movie? Oh, not at all. I didn't even see the first one. I'll never see the first one. Yeah. But they have, um... They all have character posters that, like, reveal their characters, but the characters don't mean anything to me because I don't know the story, but it's, like, Michelle Pfeiffer as... Queen Ingrith. And you're like, who's that? Who's that? Like, Queen, who, Queen Ingrith. Ingrith. And then there's Elle Fanning as Princess Aurora. Don't they do this for, they do this for like every movie. This is like why Julia Stiles' face is like, like photoshopped onto a poster of her alongside the Hustlers girls in a photo that like looks like she does not know is being taken of her. Oh my God, that photo is so good. It's Someone, so good. It looks like she's Oh, you sneezing. sent me a, someone's Instagram story where it's like, Lizzo, full glam, J-Lo, full glam, uh, uh, like in character also Constance Wu full glam and in then, character even Lily Reinhardt and then it's like looks like a Julia Stiles was going into an office building and they took her photo without telling her to give her the like visitor badge it money. looks like she's taking money out at a bank and they have like the the, <laughs> yeah. the footage from the cameras 
It looks like she just pressed like withdrawal eighty dollars. Yeah, and they have the footage from like the ATM camera, like the bank cameras, like a picture. And of her. she's like, like she's robbing. <laughs> she put she pushes eighty, and she's like, "Please have enough in there. Please have enough oh, in there." My it's like God, that face. Stop. No, I'm not saying I'm, she definitely has the money. I'm just saying, but you know that feeling whenever you go to an ATM and you're like, "Is there enough?" And then you're like, "I hope." And then you hear the noise, and you're like, "Thank God." She just heard the noise. She just heard the noise. Where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. She just looks. Okay. She just looks like she's has a normal. She's not looking. It looks like they recreated her face from a bunch of like sketches. It kind of actually looks like she's been missing and they're like, this is what she'll look like in 50 years. And she's like a baby. It looks like a rendering, but it also <laughs> looks like a visitor badge. Slash I just want to say photo. if Constance what? Wu like was too forth, like was too aggressive about her billing. Julia Stiles was not aggressive enough about her billing, etc. Yeah, it was very like Julia Stiles ask for what you want. Like, ask, ask for, for literally want. a photo of you to be taken officially for the poster, let alone billing. Anyways. It's like when people ask us for a photo for, like, it's like, oh, they some some company, like, will, like, or, like, some website will, like, write about the podcast and they'll be like, do you have a photo, a headshot of the two of you? And we're like, nope. <laughs> and if they're ever, like... <laughs> And they're like, no, we actually need something. Like, you have to send us something for, like, when we did that podcast festival. We, yeah. like, send them the worst photos because yeah. they're the only ones that exist. That's what Julia Stiles sent them. Yeah. She's like, I have this one. I have one of it me and Save of the me Last in a Dance. Bank. But it's also, like, <laughs> Julia Stiles has been photographed so many times. She's been on magazine covers. She's been, like, this is, it's wild She's to me. She's a famous person. Yeah, like, why whatever get a better photo of her <laughs> don't disrespect her she's the journalist one of you photographers you need to reach out to julia styles and give her new headshots because <laughs> she's she needs one okay, okay we need to move on hey does harrison ford know who timothy chalamet is okay bye does harrison no. ford know who no. timothy chalamet is no you really say no that quickly with no thought? I think thought? Harrison Ford does not give a shit about anything. Really? Except like the stuff that he is directly participating in. And even that he's only had. Like even question. That, he, Harrison... he probably didn't even read the other pages in the new Star Wars script that he like no, dies 100% in. No, 100% not. You know? D- he definitely did. He doesn't even. He's a pilot and he doesn't even know how to land. You know, like he doesn't know everything. He doesn't know how to Remember land. Remember when he crashed? He doesn't know like, how to he doesn't, land. He's not an expert even in his main fields. Wait, so question. The Oscars that Timothée was like the most celebrated at, which I guess were the last ones, the like mm-hmm. the the Oscars in which um Where it was like maybe he'll call me by like, your no, name was the was Harrison Ford at those Oscars? I, like probably I mean, not I, though. He's Harrison only in Ford is one of those people though who can go whenever he wants. And but I, I, but, I but it was like but I guess that's my question. It's like was he at the Oscars in which Timothée was like lauded and the only other events that like he would be at where Timothy was lauded would be like any other film festival that he had to go to like through contract. But I don't even think he's done that. I don't think he even does that recent like at all. He just stays at home with no, Callista. He wasn't at the, he wasn't at those Oscars. He's no. just like Callista, get me a cup of coffee or whatever, you know, at home. Callista, get me a cup of coffee. The last, what do you think Oscars their dynamic can... is like? You think it's not Callista, get me a cup of coffee or crazy. You're probably she right. She probably I says no, back. but he definitely asks. <laughs> yes, I'm not trying to be she, sexist. She says no. She says she no. Says Harrison, no. get yourself a but fucking it's, Dunkin' Donuts. It's their bit. It's their bit. Calista. He gets up to go get the coffee. Calista. Calista, get me a cup of coffee. And she goes, no, dear. And then he gets it himself. And they've been doing that for like 20 right, years. Like Harrison Ford shuffles around his estate. Like he's just like this old guy, you know? 
Callista, I dropped my earring in the living room. <laughs> He's looking for his earring. It's like stuck in the carpet. Callista, where's be, my earring? Be, be, wear shoes in the living room. <laughs> this Callista's terrible like, I've, you own 45 earrings. You'll just need to get a new one. Because he keeps dropping them. He keeps dropping them into the carpet. They're lost. And they're all lost. Someone's, meanwhile, the, the like housekeeper comes and starts vacuuming and it's like. <laughs> 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 She's like, Mr. Ford, honestly, every time she runs the Dyson She's over, like, it's like. <laughs> There's like 25 Harrison Ford earrings. 60 diamond earrings get stuck in there. (laughs) She dumps them into a mug and is like, I put it on your nightstand, your mug of earrings. There's nothing funnier than that noise. (laughs) One for every day of the year. Just a a million Harrison Ford earrings. Yes. You know, that happened to my mom. What? My mom's, my mom, like my parents got married in the 70s. My dad, like. Ha- her little diamond ring that he gave her for the wedding ring got stuck in the Dyson. Out of the, it popped out of the socket soon after they got married, and it was a little thing, but it was insured. But she oh. was like devastated because it popped out of the thing, and so they bought they used the insurance money and they bought another one, but it wasn't the same. Mm-hmm. And so that's the one that she still has on her finger. But then, like literally years later, she was vacuuming. It went into the vacuum. And she heard it, or maybe she saw it, but it was literally years later. It was like under some thing in the dining room and she found it and she was like, oh, I was devastated. And they like had to turn, they had to give it up because they had already taken the money for it. Why did they have to give it up? Who would know? But my parents would not do that. Your parents? My mom would be like, she was like, oh, I had to, I had to, I had to call the insurance company and tell them we found it and we had to like surrender it or something. Years later, she did. That is like such law abiding citizen. Like that isn't, you would, I would never. That's my parents. And she still talks about, well, she'll, she'll be like, oh, I was devastated to have to give that up or something. She could have kept it. No one needs to know. Okay. Um, Wow. That is like a sad story. Isn't that sad? She could have kept that. No one would have known. Because it was the one that, that was actually at the wedding. Okay. Who Weekly is brought to you by Squarespace. As usual, we love Squarespace. We love Squarespace. It's the only way we will ever have a website. (laughs) Is Squarespace. You're right. Because it's easy. Because I can update it very fast when things go crazy with tour announcing, which we might have to do relatively soon. Might? Uh, Might? uh, 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 uh. You said, we just came and saw you. I said, well, this is a a 365 podcast. We're planning ahead. Everyone's everyone's doing live shows these days. So all the venues are getting booked up. So we have to book our tour, which is far away pretty soon. But we already know we already know the dates. We're ready to update the website on Squarespace. And we also already know how to put them on the website, which is like half the battle because it's Squarespace. Exactly. And we've done this for a long time and it's very, very easy. We love Squarespace because it's very easy to update things. We love Squarespace because we have a contact form, which is the way most people get in touch with us. Even though we have a very easy to remember email address, which is what's read up to at gmail.com, people would prefer to just use the contact form on Squarespace because Squarespace is easy. And on our website, it's easy to find our press clippings. It's easy to find embeds of the podcast. It's easy to find anything you need to know about our podcast. So go to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your website, go to squarespace.com slash who to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, we're going to play a game of who them. We don't have to do all of these. Um, no, just do let's some. Just do it until, let's just do it until we're tired. Okay. And let's start with, oh God, I love this. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, it's Morgan from LA. Sorry, I've been talking slow. I'm a little stoned. Great. I don't think you'll play this, but um, long time, first time. 
Kelly Clarkson show coming out, and it looks really hilly. Um, so, what can you guys tell me about this? Because I feel like she's a band, so I'm kind of confused. Um, alright, thank you. I hope that you play this. I don't think you will, but I really, really want to know. I'm too lazy to find out. Okay, thank you. Um, crunch, crunch. She sounds like our Tuesday episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Wow. Very, very on brand. She's Uh, on like 0.5 speed. (laughs) This commercial I keep hearing, like every time I turn on the television. It's the Kelly Clarkson show. Much, little much. The Kelly Clarkson show, show, show. That's the There's always been a Kelly Clarkson show. Now it's on TV. The Kelly Clarkson show. The Kelly Clarkson show. There's always That's been a funny. Kelly Clarkson show. Now it's on TV. That's funny. She's genuinely good-natured, and I also feel like her tour. I always see her perform covers, which really says says something about her to me. Like she likes other people she likes other people's music she likes other people's she's right that's a very interesting observation wow i like that so just like that's true the fact that she she, how do you even like like it's like it's like it's like there's less of any of course she's a famous person she's an egotist but like there's there's a there's a more it's and also just because of her story well you have to be an egotist to like want to do a talk show right like exactly want to do that but i feel like she is a fan like she that's it. She's yeah. fans of other people. She genuinely enjoys, like, she's the kind of person, like, she goes to a party, enjoys it, being there, which is, like, I and don't it, think any celebrity enjoys, you know, at this and point. And part of Kelly Clarkson's brand is that it doesn't matter how famous she ever gets, so she's still on top of the world, but, like, she'll always sort of be an outsider still, you know? You think so? Because of American Idol. Yeah. Because of her, like, small town like, Texas girl. Right. Like, she truly came from nothing. I think because of that, but there's so many even though, pieces here. Even though here. she's still she's still super famous and she's still been like a product of the you know the well, uh, major label system, it's well okay. She's very, Here's she's more my other thing. Don't forget she's Reba's niece, Reba, who turned her music career into a TV show and maybe a talk show along the way. I forget, but like who definitely like could do a talk show and would be I thought that she type was of person. She's Reba's sorry. She's Reba's daughter-in-law. I wanted to get that daughter-in-law. right. Daughter-in-law. Oh, so daughter-in-law. she's Reba's son's. Wife. Reba's stepson's wife. Okay, well, whatever. See, there's yeah, yeah. but he, you get it. He's like yeah. a famous agent. He was her yes. agent, I think, for a long time. And like, in like, uh, I Nashville. just didn't want to suggest that like Reba had any role in making her a famous. No, person. I she just didn't. more meant like it makes sense to me that Kelly Clarkson would find herself having a talk show, like into this into this world. Is it hooey? Daytime TV is a little hooey by nature. Don't you think? Absolutely. It's it's hooey until suddenly you're a them, you know, like it's into your Ellen. <laughs> there's like, there, but there's like two them's, you know, like Ellen that's it. It's like Ellen, um, Whoopi on the view. Like, <laughs> that's it. Even even Wendy's hooey. Yeah, it's uh, Kelly Ripa, but there's Kelly something Ripa's about sort of there's something about like the the daytime 
lights on a talk show that is hooey to me even though it's fucked up because daytime tv is a woman's thing and nighttime late night tv is like more of a men's the man's world right like that's like what's fucked up and they're all like super themmy in a way because we're used to watch like not a lot of people i mean i that's actually not true a lot of people watch daytime tv more people watch daytime than nighttime i think so it's cool that kelly clarkson's getting in here i mean Part of me. Let me tell you, ad rates are probably going to be more for daytime TV than they are for nighttime TV. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. Um, when? Like now I think or that in general? She's, but I'm looking at like, no, generally. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about like Rachel Ray. Rachel Ray's talk show, I think, is a pretty close equivalent here. Where yes. it's like coming from a completely different industry and yes. then just relying on like their likability exclusively. Yes. Yeah. And... That's sort of what happened to Ellen, but Ellen's parlay from comedian to talk shows makes sense, and it's like there's a precedent for it. There really isn't a, as big of a precedent for these other things. It Rosie, is, comedian. Well, what's weird about it to me is that it's so much work that you wouldn't... I'm surprised that she wants to take on that much work. And I'm always surprised, like, it's like somebody who's a singer who could go who goes on tour, and that's a lot of work, and that's but that's only seasonal, kind of. Then it's like, oh, I want to do a talk show. That's so much work. It's a lot of work, but it's also good hours. So, like, you can be... Yeah. You go to work, and then you go home. Right. Right, you know what true. I mean, <laughs> and you can and you can and you can bank episodes. Like, I like Kelly Clarkson. I want her to. She succeed. probably is only going to work Monday through Thursday because they record the Friday Two. episodes on Thursdays. Yeah. Like, th- it's probably really good fucking hours, especially if you like have a uh, have a reason to be at home for like because you're a family. So Kelly Clarkson is a them, but the Kelly Clarkson show until further diagnosis is kind Absolutely of a who. A who. Yeah. And it all depends on the guests they're going to get. But I think like her if first guest was The Rock. Oh, it's already premiered. No, it's coming out soon. But there oh. was this. They gave it this news bump because I guess her first guest was Kevin Hart, <gasps> who got in a car accident recently. He's fine. <gasps> and the, but The Rock left his honeymoon to come be on the Kelly Clarkson show. Mm. Uh, wow, a uh, true baller. Eh, right. The um, press for everyone. I think that if any of I'm I'm trying to think of like. Like Bethany was bound to fail. Chris Jenner show was bound to oh, fail. Oh, that was the worst show. This, I think, if anyone's gonna do it, it's her. And if anyone, if anyone, you know what I mean. When I found out that she was hosting a show, I wasn't like that'll be canceled soon. I was like, oh, this could work out. Well, a lot of like people who've gone into daytime TV usually join the panel. Like they join a panel. There's plenty of panels That's to true. join. So like, she didn't really make sense to join any panel. She wouldn't join the View. Obviously, she wouldn't join like the Chew. She wouldn't join like the Talk or whatever. She. It makes sense for her to have her own show. And I think if a lot of people are like, oh, she'll be the James Corden of daytime, which does make sense because she's musical. And like if they integrate that into like the show, which they definitely will, it could be a fun show to watch. And there could be a lot of clips from it on YouTube that do really well because of that. Yep. Well, we've talked the so all long important, about this. The all important clip ability. Truly, truly, though, truly, though, when do you ever see a clip? From like daytime TV, aside from like some Wendy's, the occasional view, like that shit does not go anywhere. Yeah. Should we move on? Please. Aaron Eckhart, who are them? Crunch, crunch. One, two, three. Who? 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 But like, he didn't happen. They, not going to happen. They tried to make him happen, he's and it's not going to happen. Thank you for smoking. Am I right? Remember that movie? <laughs> Good movie. Um good guy i mean i like aaron eckhart but like yeah yeah good guy you're friends with him like no problem with aaron eckhart 
The next you know, two I never are saw that Aaron Eckhart said? These are different. Love Happens. I just think the poster is so funny and the name's so funny, but I never saw What's it. What's Love Happens? The rom drum with him and Jennifer Aniston. It's literally just called Love Happens. I don't think I ever saw it either, but I keep seeing it on Amazon. Maybe I'll watch it. Next up. Maura Tierney. Who or them? One, two, three. Who? Uh, I was going to say them, but you're right. It's a who. Well, I mean, I watch The Affair. You don't even watch The Affair, and you're like, love Maura Tierney. Can I just say- I do. I love Maura Tierney. Google Voice translated her name in the in the trans, in the the transcript to like Maurice or something. Like they didn't get it. Google Voice did not <laughs> know who know. Maura Tierney was. I, I don't know. This is a tough one because she's, she's like who. prestige she's just like, character actor. She's just not never stopped prestige. acting. Yeah. She's prestige. Like she's yeah. just- Never, ever. No stopped. one, and also no one frowns like Maura Tierney. The affair, no. the entirety of the affair is Maura Tierney looking miserable. Love that. Maura show. Tierney is very like. Uh, there's like a Liv Tyler energy. There's like a. You get the feeling that Maura Tierney's always looking for like the smoking section. You know, like <laughs> go outside. And You're have a so smoke. right. You know, she, I love Maura that Tierney. About sees an everyone actor. vaping and goes, ugh, like. <laughs> It's like no one has a cigarette anymore in this fucking town. Yeah. Someone next to her, like a younger person is like, one hit of my jewel. She's like, what am I, 12? Yeah. Maury Tierney's offering people $10 for a cigarette <laughs> to bum oh one. Ab, ab so fucking loot. There are true. so many smokers in the streets of New York who Maura Tierney has given a full 22 a full for 20. one Marlboro Are you kidding? Rent. She doesn't carry him. She just smokes them all the time when she pays for each cigarette. Okay, please. Next call, please. God, more tyranny. I mean, I don't even know if she's a smoker. She just has that energy. She just I love has it. the energy. She has the energy. She probably quit right, she 10 was years in, ago. She was Timmy Chalamet's mom in Beautiful Boy. Right. That's why I brought up Timmy. Yeah. Okay. She was probably miserable in that too. Oh my God. Oh, right. And she had cancer. She had breast cancer and she was like, fuck you, tumor. And then the tumor was like, ah, yeah, and then the, tumor the ran affair away. like wrote that into the show and she was like, what Every- the fuck? Yeah. Like oncologists were like, I don't know, it's unprecedented, but like we have a new treatment where more tyranny just like yells at a tumor and the tumor is like, <laughs> I cannot, I cannot be here anymore. I mean, that's the new cure. That's like the cure work. for cancer. Would, you get more tyranny into your just, hospital bed and then she starts yelling. She like scolds the tumor. Okay, please. You don't belong here. Please. I, you don't belong here. I beg you don't belong you here. On. Next, I'm sorry. Jennifer Jason Lee. Who are them? Crunch, crunch. One, two, three, them. And I'm going to say just barely. <laughs> I'm going to say like who or whatever. Like, but You're like, going to say who? I, f- I feel like there's residual themness from like there the 80s. There is. I know. I feel like she's like generational. And that generational. name is just she's, so. She's got a beautiful name. And she's so good name. in everything she does. I really love her. I, I think love she's so Jennifer good. Jason Lee. But I will say it's like, gen- like she's like a generational voice, them. She's look. like, she, yeah. She's so good in, um, what's the fucking movie, Quentin Tarantino, that no one saw because it was too long, the Hatefully. last one? She's so good in that. I never saw it because I was like, she's why would I see this? She's incredible in that. Like, she is that movie. She's incredible in Annihilation. Yeah, she really is. Oh, she's incredible. Like she's incredible in. Synecdoche, New York. She's incredible. Margo at the wedding. Margo at the fucking wedding. <laughs> I'm looking through her IMDb. I haven't what's seen a lot of In the cut. In the cut. The How good is that... In the Cut? Everyone dumps on In the Cut. And now it's having like the, the resurgence. People finally respect In the Cut. Wait, what's the most recent movie that she's done that just came out? Oh, uh, White Boy Rick. No. And Annihilation. No. That's it? Yeah. She okay. was in the... 
I'm looking. She was in Good Time, which I still haven't that's seen. That's what by I the way. just. Sorry. That's it. That's what I was talking about. She's in Good Time. So that was 2017. Remember, yeah. I just told you that I saw Good Time. It's great. You liked it. Loved it. Got to see it. She's good in it too. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, speaking of speaking of needs a cigarette energy. Ugh. J- love Jen- Jennifer that. Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason. Major Lee, needs a cigarette ed- energy. <laughs> God, I love it. I. It's honestly what I'm looking for in an actor. More Tierney and Jennifer Jason Lee are like on the same, like in the same, whatever, whatever. Yeah, they're they're like when they're in the same room, like they, they're, they're like their energies match, and you get that sort of like whenever you rub your finger around a wine glass, the mo- when they're next to each other, you're like, because okay. there's like some sort of matchy energy, you know? <laughs> no, next I don't time. know. You know what happened? You know how that happens, Lindsay? No, how that happens I when don't. two, when two iconic. Uh, <laughs> queer icon actresses uh, are in the same room together? Okay. Hey, Who Weekly, long time, long time. Um, so I was looking up uh, Sandra Lee, the my homemade fame on Google, and whenever I typed in Sandra Lee, now Dr. Pimple Popper shows up first instead of her. Uh, so just my question is, is Sandra Lee the TV chef now a who? Was she ever a them? And is Dr. Pimple Popper a them? Sorry, it's a lot of questions. Um... Women don't belong in balloons. Women don't belong in balloons. This That's is the like a depressing. This. this is like a depressing. We got a few of those. <laughs> like... um, okay, let's start with Sandra Lee uh, of the iconic Kwanzaa cake and uh, Hanukkah cake fame. The show or her? Her. Okay. Sandra Lee chef show. Yeah. Sandra Lee. One, two, three. Them, them? I think, because she has enough stuff going on in Cuomo the show Sandra cooking. Lee Pimple Popper let's do Sandra Lee Pimple Popper wait who's One, Sandra two. Lee Pimple Popper you know Dr. Pimple Popper but her name isn't Sandra Lee her name is Sandra Lee no it's not yes it is and so <laughs> now let's say this Sandra Lee and I think I have a thing One, two, three. who, who? she's who but Dr. Pimple Popper I would call her them but, San- but Sandra Lee her real name who the hell is that I did not know her name was Sandra Lee. And I don't even watch the show. But Dr. I think Pimple Dr. Pimple Popper is, is Themmy. Yeah, because that show is Themmy. But not that necessarily that show, but just like her, like she was on Instagram the, first. The concept of Dr. Pimple Popper, Themmy. <laughs> yeah. Huge. Yeah. Themmy. Dr. Pimple Popper. But sure. I think Sandra Lee sure. is still number one Sandra Lee. Yeah. They never got married, did they? She's not like Sandra Lee Cuomo. She's just Sandra Lee. I have no idea. She never got married to him. I have no idea. Okay, we're done. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There? Um, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, please. We love it. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly. Call us at 619-WHO-THEM to leave questions, comments, and concerns. And you can also buy merch at whoweekly.us. We will see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend. Um, I'm going to go have a cigarette with Maura Tierney outside. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I saw Chappaquiddick alone using my movie pass.